Hello, folks, and welcome to e-commerce QA. This is the podcast where store owners, directors of e-commerce, and e-commerce managers can stay up to date on the latest tools and technologies in e-commerce. I'll be joined on the show by my colleague and partner in crime, Dylan Holst. Our goal is to handle one or two questions per episode. You can check us out on the web at ecommerceqa.tv. There you'll be able to get in touch, ask us questions, and just generally participate. And welcome to this episode of e-commerce QA, your source for the latest on the street on e-commerce. Today, I'm joined by my friend and colleague, Glenn Stovall, who is a web development consultant who also specializes in email marketing automation, something that a lot of e-commerce companies know they need to do, but they aren't sure how to do it. More specifically, they know there's tools to do it and buttons that you can push, but it's more than that. It's like, how do you actually grow your email list in a way that makes sense as you're starting to do things that are more complicated than simply blasting people with one email after another. You know, how do we segment things out? How do we give an appropriate message at the right time? Glenn, thanks for joining. Hey, Michael, thanks for having me. Let's talk about kind of some of the core principles of marketing automation. We've got this idea of segmenting. We've got the idea of event-based delivery rather than just send out an email blast. And maybe there's other things that you think are core and central to the concept. Can you hit those quickly? Yeah, sure. I guess if I sum it up, I think it's mostly sending the right email to the right person at the right time. So like you said, that could be that uh, based on events instead of everyone getting the same email at the same time and then sending different or more specific emails to some people. Uh, like One simple example might be if you are launching a new product, you may have a sort of two-week email sequence that you write out in real time leading up to the launch. And that can help then, but then those are sort of lost in the ether where if you have a certain opt-in, you could sort of walk people through your two-week launch process. Anyone could start at day one and you could have that be an ongoing marketing asset. So, and I think you're talking about like a drip scenario, right? Where somebody gets involved and they get an email and then they get another email after a little while. Right. That's one example. And once people are on the list, there's a few other sort of event-based ones. Card abandonment's a big one for e-commerce. Someone puts something in the card and doesn't buy in a few days. Page visits can be a handy one or multiple visits for a week. Maybe if you see someone, somebody will allow you to see that, oh, if someone has browsed, say you have a section of your store that sells jackets and they've come by there three times this week, you can send them an email with the deal or reaching out about, say, purchasing jackets. Can you talk to us about how you would want to segment for where you have a lot of people who are coming in, they're clicking Google ads, or they're just finding you organically, and they're just going to look at the product and then they're going to leave. And then you've got the segment that are going to buy, but their orders are not going to be very high dollar amount. And then you've got the segment that we're really interested in, which would be more of your VIP customers, higher dollar amount orders, multiple items in the cart, more willing to place a follow-up order. How can we speak to these different segments separately? That's a good question. It's a bit of a tricky one because every e-commerce store is going to have sort of its own different ways it may want to segment. Like you said, sort of size of the customer could be one if you have people who don't buy a lot versus people who might buy higher end items. Also, with your campaigns, you may even want to segment people who are visitors and not buyers yet versus people who are your past customers, Mm. like you said. And then you can even have customers into VIP customers. You don't want to get too complicated, but just if you sold clothing, maybe you have like men's and women's and children's, or if you sell sporting goods, you could sort of tag people of showing interest in say baseball or basketball goods versus other things. Okay. So let's assume that somebody has their art abandonment solution already working. It's either going to be something that's already working in your e-commerce platform as a default option. Mm-hmm. Shopify would be an example. Magento has many options. Other platforms are similar. Maybe you've got that. Maybe you've even got the birthday email going out. 
But how do we start interacting with people before they're even a customer? Can you talk a little bit about how to do email opt-in without being annoying? I think the sort of the best way to do that is just thinking of ways to provide value to your customer in some way. The lowest labor-intensive one would be you could offer, say, a coupon code in exchange for that. But what I find is, uh, like you said, I'm, I like writing. I tend to do something like educational content works well for me. How can an e-commerce store do that? What would it be like to take a premium product line and then develop educational material around that? Or Yeah, I would say the question to ask yourself would sort of be, what does your potential customer need to know or understand before they buy? Like, I guess I know one example, uh, someone, their office is right down the street from me. They sell cooking supplies and things for like smoking and grilling, things like that. So hmm. they do a lot of like free recipe books and articles like that. And so they're sort of like... Hmm. They do uh, like plank wood cooking, which I wasn't familiar with. So I guess it's a good example. Like plank wood cooking, what's that? And this store says, oh, well, great. Let us tell you all about plank cooking. And here's some recipes and things you can try at home. And then you know, I'm like, oh, this is all super cool. I guess I need to go, oh, I need a special kind of cured wood to do that with. Oh, look, y'all sell that. Now, I think one thing that people often run into with content marketing in general and marketing automation specifically is there's so many ways you can go. It's so much easier to send out an individual email or a general email newsletter. It's just easier. And it's easier to be consistent with that. It takes a lot of work to schedule things out and design the workflows and so on and so forth. I just want to share a little vignette that I was just thinking of. Um, I was talking to a customer or prospect actually last week. They found that the more specific their marketing automation gets, the more their conversion rate rises. So in their case, they sell a children's toy that's kind of unique and fun. And they found that when they focused on specific subsets of their customer audience, you think, okay, well, it's actually one type of toy. It's like a magnetic wood block. How many different audiences do you have there? Well, actually, they have multiple. They can talk to the dads. They can talk to the moms. They can talk to other people. They can talk to customers that have already purchased. And they found that they were able to raise their conversion rate by multiple points by being more targeted with their marketing. Oh, yeah. Glenn, let's go ahead and take just a moment and talk about tools that you recommend for e-commerce marketing automation. Myself, personally, I use uh, Drip, which is at getdrip.com. It's a sort of my go-to thing. Um, also, it's on WordPress, but I use a tool called Content Upgrades, which is a way to easily... Content Upgrades? Is that the one from Ryan Castle? It is, yeah, actually. I nice. talked with him at the conference where we saw each other and was a beta tester, but it's pretty great. So easy way to sort of offer multiple different um, opt-in rewards. Okay, great. Um, as far as e-commerce, some of I saw keep coming up is Marketo. Clavio is another one. I haven't used either of those, but I just asked some other friends of mine that are in e-commerce and things like that. I know some people like HubSpot that's a bit more expensive. Yeah, any of those can work. A lot of them have the same feature set. Okay, and basically the things to look for in marketing automation software, I think we already covered, but you want to be able to send out event-based emails. If somebody does something on your website, the software needs to be able to know that so that it can trigger an event or trigger, trigger the email, mm -hmm. as well as sequenced emails Drip email would be a good example. It sends one, then it waits a day, then it sends another, then it waits a day, then it sends a third, things like that. And then the ability to track different segments. Are there any other things that the software really needs to have? I think that about covers all of it right there. Okay. Uh, most of them will have the ability to do sort of a more standard broadcast email. So it's not like you have to have MailChimp and your marketing automation. Like the marketing automation takes over for your email list provider. I mean, MailChimp, for example, has some really rudimentary marketing automation built in, but it's not very robust. Right. And um, and yeah, and I guess just to go back to one other point, when we were uh, on all the tools and being able to send, even your broadcast can still be like sent to a segment or maybe you mm. 
change parts of the email based on the segment is another benefit to that besides the conversion rate you mentioned is that since you're sending it to people that are presumably more interested, you're getting higher open rates, higher click rates, which also affects your overall deliverability. Good point. Very good point. So this can actually be good for getting your emails in front of more people ultimately is if you send more targeted content. Mm-hmm. I mean, some emails that I have, I've had some that have like 70, 80% open rates, which they've only, they might go to a very small group of people, but that's not numbers you can really get with a, you know, weekly newsletter type situation. Totally. Totally. Great. Well, how can uh, our audience be aware of what you're doing and, and kind of follow you? And I think you prepared something special for us today. Yeah, I put together a few resources I have. Like you mentioned, I compared a few, I listed out some tools that I, I've used with content marketing automation, along with uh, some headlines that uh, I've had to convert well, some templates and some sort of recipes for how to set up some email sequences. Uh, I just put on a nice. marketing automation intro pack. And uh, if your listeners want to go to glennstovall.com slash e-commerce QA. And once again, folks, that's G-L-E-N-N-S-T-O-V-A-L-L.com. Yes. forward slash e-commerce QA. We'll have that in the show notes. All right. And how can people follow you generally? Um, yeah, like I write over on my site, I write on uh, glennstowall.com. I try to put out something once a week. I'm Gisto on Twitter. It's like Gisto, like JLo. <laughs> and that's about it, really. Great. Well, we really appreciate your time and uh, looking forward to trying some of these things out with some of my clients. So thank you, Glenn. And uh, we look forward to hearing more from you in the future. All right, too. Thanks, thanks again for having me. Absolutely. <laughs>